Welcome back, my friends, to another episode of Direct Response Secrets. I'm your host, Zachary J. Radford, and today we're going to jump headfirst into the art of crafting irresistible offers, or what I like to call the right offer, aka the transformation. I have a quick question for you first, though. Would you pay 500 k for a lifetime of unlimited air travel? I don't know. Let's hop into this episode, and I'll tell you somebody did just that. Welcome back. So flashback to 1990. Picture a gentleman named Tom Stucker and he was a passionate traveler, okay? he His eyes were twinkling with wanderlust, ready to have made an investment that would make anybody's heart skip a beat. He paid a whopping $500,000, okay? 500,000, like not today 500,000, 1990 500,000. That's like 1.5 million today. Anyways, for a lifetime pass for United Airlines, an investment for unlimited exploration and adventure, uh, it kind of sounds like a bit of a gamble, right? Have you ever been on a crossroads where you had to make a decision that could either make or break your future? Well, that's where Tom found himself. A half a million dollars, and we're talking in 1990, people, uh, could literally have bought him a house, a fancy car, secured him comfortably for retirement, yet he chose uh, to invest that into an intangible asset and a promise of experiences and memories. So here's a golden nugget for you folks. Tom's decision wasn't about the luxury of flying first class. It was about betting on the transformative power of his investment. It might have looked like a hefty price to pay at the time, but he accumulated over 23 million miles in countless experiences, and it became evident that the real value was the transformation. Was it risky? You bet. But if you're going to spend 500000 in something, you bet you would use it, and he was ready to take the leap. So... As Tom was journeying around the world, he leaped at the chance to purchase the pass from United Airlines. Why? Why did he do that? Because he was thinking like a wealthy person. Instead of pondering, can I afford this? He was focusing on what will be the return on my investment. Now, often in life, we are presented with offers and our immediate action is to like run for the hills, beeline, get out of there, get out of Dodge. Let's face it, we don't like to be sold. Uh, and it might be that very reaction is the reason we're not getting the results we desire in our business. Let that sink in. The reason we're not getting the results that we want because we're, we had this weird thing with sales. It's a mental block and it's costing us a ton. Uh, it, it's time that we change our perspective. We need to start looking at the return and the value and not just simply the cost of something. Tom dared to say yes to an outlandish offer for unlimited air flight for 500000 and his <laughs> astonishing return, and I did some quick maths here for us, he has flown 23,000 miles given an average of 15 cents per mile and it ranges from 10 to 15 percent or 10 to 15 cents i went with the higher number and that was a whopping of 3.45 million dollars in value in ticket prices so he's 7x his investment not to mention all the memories 
and, and all, everything else that he built, that's what I call an investment. He knew what he wanted out of life and he jumped at the opportunity to give 500,000 to an airline. Can you even just process that for a second? If you had 500,000, would you give it to an airline or would you be scared and you're like, oh, that's probably not a good offer. How would I know how to do it? Sometimes we just need to, to jump at things. And, and when an offer offer is given, we need to see the value and kind of go for it. And it's the same when we're creating for our audience. So here's the clencher. Uh, it, this offer was so good that United Airlines literally stopped selling this offer and for very good reason. It was just way too valuable. And as business owners and marketers, we need to take a book out, uh, a page out of Tom's book. We need to understand the value of the offers presented to us and the potential returns they bring. And then we can watch as we truly can soar and grow. Um, as some great minds would say, the price you pay uh, price is what you pay, value is what you get. Warren Buffett. The best investment you can make in yourself, uh, the best investment you can make is in yourself, Gary Vanderchuk. And, or as I like to say, invest in the best and forget the rest. And in this pod, we are going to learn how to create offers that fill the coffers. Creating an irresistible offer to me is kind of like being a chef. Okay, you have carefully chosen ingredients, which could be the benefits, and you gotta mix in your unique sauce, which is your unique mechanism, big ideas, all of these moving parts, maybe some scarcity, this, that, and, and you're building this life-changing or transformative uh, meal that you're gonna present to your audience in a way that is so appealing that they would be absolutely insane to not take you up on that offer. That, my friends, is offer creation. Now, before I jump into the next section, and I'm going to break down how we build a, a killer offer, and I've been I've spent all week learning from the best, uh, Myron Golden. He has just been dropping nuggets on me and changing the way I think about life and how I think about offer creation and absolutely everything. And I'm going to do my best to uh, provide. I have my own framework that I use, but I, I will sprinkle in some of his nuggets because he is just way too good to not mention. Uh, but before I jump into the next section, if you found this valuable up to this point, can you please take 30 seconds to like, comment, sub, or rate this podcast? It's going to do a couple things. First, it's going to help spread the word, which is going to be more beneficial to you because we can grow our community. As we grow our community, we get better uh, better funding and, and we can spend more and get better guests on and grow and scale our business. And ultimately, it is feedback mechanism for me. So I know what to teach next. I want to bring the value to you. I want to help you change your business. I want to help you change your life. I want to help you learn and master direct response. And the only way that I can do that is if you let me know you're liking what I'm saying. All right, consider it, please. Perfect. Let's jump into the framework. So the framework is what I like to call the offer optimization framework. And there is, let's count, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten, eleven steps. And I'm going to go over a lot of this. A lot of this is going to be in the book. If you've been listening to me for any length of time, you know I have a book in the works. This is coming. I'm not going to dive super deep into each one. I want to keep uh, my episodes under half an hour if I can, but I'm, I'm going to do my best to deliver as much value to you as humanly possible. All right, so at the top, we have the transformation. We have needs and desires. We have the big idea, unique mechanism, impact statement, pricing, bundling, objections, uh, risk reversal, 
the authentic scarcity and testing and optimization. And you compile all of these pieces, like I said, like a chef, and you are building a, a beautiful recipe that you can then take to the market, to your audience, and have them throwing money at you so you can buy whatever it is that you want or need in your business. One thing that I learned today from Meyer, and this is just kind of like a, a side piece, you don't use money to buy things, you use offers. Let's say if you wanted to buy a million dollar house, you think to yourself, okay, what would a million dollar offer look like? And then you create that offer, you go to your bank, borrow the money, and then use the cash that you created for the offer, the million dollars, to pay back the note. It's a totally different way of thinking and it's he's expanded the way that I, I'm looking at things and I'm trying to do the exact same thing for you because I want you to win. And in order to win, we gotta start thinking, Okay, um, you know, let's say I want to buy a new supercar or I want to go on this, uh, you know, I want to buy a uh, unlimited travel at this this random offer. I want to like no matter what it is that you want to do, you need to start thinking as like not, hey, how can I come up with the money? It's like, hey, how can I create an offer that is so good that would demand X amount of dollars, get that money, then go to your bank once you have it, borrow it and then pay off the note. It, it is it is gonna change the way you look at your business. It's gonna change the way you look at your life and allow you to accomplish anything that you're after. All right, sidebar over. Let's dive in. So step number one is defining the transformation. What is an offer? An offer is merely a product or service. It's a catalyst for transformation. It's not merely a product or service. It's a catalyst for transformation. So if you've listened to any of my other episodes, you understand that we've delved deep in desire, what desire is, but people are on a mission and people are trying to achieve goals. All these things are happening. When you create an offer that is so good and you align that with somebody's goal of transformation, and here, here's the big mistake that I see people make is they're like, my offer comes with X amount of coaching, X amount of things, or this uh, guarantee, or all the parts and pieces that come with the product that you're selling, or all the things that you're gonna be doing in your service. That's not the offer. The offer is the transformation that you are delivering to the marketplace and to your customers. And if we can get them, to, if we can make them believe that your solution is the fastest way to achieve that transformation, that's it. That, that's the name of the game. We're, we're helping them focus on the positive side of things, identify what they want to do, how they want to get there faster, and and literally buy the value. So just like uh, Tom did with the airlines, he gave them 500000 but he got 3.5 back. I would do that any day of the week. If you're like, Zach, give me 500000 I'm going to give you $3.5 million back. Sign me up. That, that's a no-brainer. That's a great deal. And that's why you need to understand the actual uh, transformation. So that's step number one. Step number two, identifying audiences' needs and desires. We wanna create an offer that hits the mark. Again, there's ways to do this such as market research, uh, customer feedback, uh, comprehensive buyer personas, all great things. The best thing that works, the number one thing that works is to talk to your market, talk to your customers. They will learn so much. Let's say you were you were selling somebody and they were with an, uh, a competitor and they're like, you know, at this time, we're not really ready to move forward with you. You say, awesome, thank you. I, I appreciate your honesty. I just wanted to ask you one more quick question if you wouldn't mind. By the, the, the picture that you're painting, it is absolutely perfect working with that company. Everything looks really good. What's one thing that you wish was different? 
And then once you uncover those needs and those desires, those are little breadcrumbs, golden nuggets that you can use to craft your offer. Maybe they were like, well, I wish uh, AB and company would have better delivery times. And you're like, hey, that's something that we should market and promote, that we have better delivery times. I wish that they would deliver on the weekend. I wish that um, I didn't have to uh, run, create content. I wish I didn't, whatever the thing is that they don't want, you can use that as a golden nugget to wrap your offer around and, and uncover and identify your audience's needs and desires. I have an example in the newsletter that you can read as well. Each one of these, I have a different example. I'm just kind of going off, uh, I'm riffing. So uh, step number three, crafting big ideas. The big idea is, uh, step number three, crafting the big idea. Every compelling offer is grounded in a big idea. It's like a unique concept that sets you apart from the crowd. Now, a lot of people confuse this with like the unique mechanism, which I'm going to talk about in a second. The unique mechanism essentially is how you provide the transformation or the result. And then the big idea is a compelling overarching narrative that kind of brings everything together. And in this example, um, I have here, and you can read in the newsletter, essentially it's a manufacturer of reusable water bottles. They come up with a term called... Uh, sustainable hydration and that's that's the big idea because it's sustainable and you're drinking the water so and and I give a bunch of points on why that makes sense for a big idea it's totally different than the unique mechanism again the unique mechanism is how we get the result the big idea is kind of what sets you apart in the marketplace it's essentially picking a little piece uh, of your offer and focusing on that and positioning yourself in a way that makes uh, total sense to your market again if we understand what our needs are for our customers and desires that can really help uh, that can be that little nugget that can then turn into the big idea so that's that's your marketing campaigns ads and all everything on the on the front Step number four, developing a unique mechanism. So the unique mechanism is like your secret sauce. It's, it's how your products or services deliver on its promises. It'll set you apart from your competitors and essentially allow you to show your customers a step-by-step -step process on how you're going to deliver that transformation. Now, you may be thinking, well, Zach, I, I sell flashlights. How am I going to sell flashlights? What, what's the transformation? Well, when it's dark out and nobody can see, you can turn on a flashlight. Now you can see. That's the transformation. Perhaps you have a very exclusive uh, LED light or some sort of process that your lights are made, which makes them different and better. That's the unique mechanism. So you got to name it. You got you to gotta own it. And that is the unique mechanism. It's how we deliver the transformation or how we get the outcome or result. So step five, you have to create your impact statement. So what is, a, what is an impact statement? Essentially an impact statement uh, should embody all the characteristics of your products and services. It's kind of one of those like snappy one-liners uh, and marketing messages that you can use uh, when somebody asks you, what do you do? Um, and, and it should be like the corner stone of all your marketing. 
here's where people get caught up on on crafting their their impact statements and and the reason i call them impact statements is because it's supposed to have an impact it, you're supposed to hear this understand what your desire is understand the thing that they currently hate and then how you get them the result with your unique mechanism that's the formula desire thing they hate plus unique mechanism and i'll give you a ex- couple examples here uh, I got I got three. I'll give you one. Uh, you can read read them in the newsletter. But it, uh, essentially, when somebody asks, "What do you do?" You look at your campaigns. Is this like is the big payoff there? The desire is the thing that they that's bothering them and the reason why they want to leave the competitors there. And this unique uh, process on how you get the results is that there. If those things are there. You have the makings of a great impact statement, aka marketing message. So um, for this example, we have revolutionary fitness program, and here's their marketing message. And this is this is all fictitious, but uh, it gives you the ideas. Shed 12 pounds in 60 days without enduring a tenuous uh, calorie counting and sacrificing your love for burgers using our exclusive fat burning technique. So. Whatever that exclusive fat burning technique would be, uh, if you think of when I when I hear that, it reminds me of muscle confusion uh, by P90X. So it'd be like shed 12 pounds in 60 days without counting calories or uh, sacrificing your love for burgers by using muscle confusion. That is an impact statement. And when you meet someone, they say, "Hey, what do you do? I help whoever it is you help." achieve whatever the desired thing is without the thing that they hate using the unique mechanism. So I help women uh, shed 12 pounds in 60 days without counting calories or cutting foods that they love using muscle confusion. That is a statement. And you're like, wow, okay, cool. They know exactly who you do it for. They know exactly the thing is that you do. They know what your pro- why your product is different and they know how you can actually get them the transformation all in a sentence. How powerful is that? It's, it's magical. And that should be like the cornerstone of all your marketing. Now, it's not the end all be all, and this is constantly evolving even for me, but you need to have a general uh, general thing, a general concept put together um, so, you can, uh, so you can then uh, go ahead and create your campaigns and organize everything from there. All right, let's jump into step six pricing your offer now pricing uh up until this week was kind of was hit or miss for me i i I was always kind of struggling with pricing but i've recently learned from the man the myth the legend myron golden all about pricing and i originally heard this uh idea from russell brunson uh, and ClickFunnels and that community, but he just reminded me of this today. So I, I have to speak on it and I'm actually including it in my book because it's just, it's just too good not to. So uh, when we think of pricing, we are constantly looking at what the market is doing, thinking about what the competitors are, but pricing strategy should reflect the value your offer delivers, right? Not not get caught up in this, like who can go the lowest and, and become a commodity. For example, the example I give here is like, if you're a business consultant firm and you save your client $500,000 a year by streamlining their processes, you could comfortably charge $50,000 for this service. You're providing a clear outcome with a 10x return on investment. 
Let me repeat that. A clear outcome on a, with a 10x return on investment. Again, to think what Tom did. Tom's like 500,000, got 3.5 million. That's a good deal. That's a great offer. Uh, United Airlines didn't have to like hold him at gunpoint and or do some crazy sales tactics to to make him buy this thing and and put him through all these things. He was just like he did the numbers in his head and he's like, "Wow, if I really fly every week, I could do, you know, I would be in the green in no time." And that's exactly what he did. So, think about that from when you're pricing your offer. If you're selling a a product, uh, whether it's digital or physical, think about the end use. If you have a, a physical product and you're selling what everybody else is selling for and they don't have unique mechanism and they don't have all these other pieces in place and the outcome that it delivers is a substantial for an example um, you see a lot of, of companies who kind of sub down I mentioned this before and I mentioned this because I'm in the process of getting ready to go camping again I got another holiday coming up I'm looking forward to that uh, we're taking a full week and using the RV but if you look at the RV everything with inside the RV space is more expensive and it's the exact same as everything else so like RV toilet paper is $15 you go to the store you can buy toilet paper for $5 it's the same stuff but it's our it's special for this so if you can position whatever your commodity is, the product, in a special way for a unique customer, uh, identifying their their needs and the transformation, the, the transformation of this toilet paper for me, I buy, I spend the $15 versus the five because it is guaranteed to not clog my unit. And I don't know if you've ever been in an RV or, or had to clean an RV after use. You do not want that to clog. I would, I would pay $100 for toilet paper if it means that I'm not, you know, picking up uh, Dookie off everybody and everything. Like, I, I'm good. If you've ever seen the movie RV, I don't want that to happen to me. Take my money. Give me this special toilet paper, even though I've held it up side by side and it looks nearly identical. But they say it breaks down differently but who knows I, I don't know I'm not I'm not a, uh, a toilet paper guy uh, that's just an example so position your product in a better way for a more niche audience but you can actually raise your prices because competing on price absolutely sucks and if you can deliver uh, a 10x return you can charge uh, so much so much money and uh, and you're worth it and so is your product so that's something to think about when we're talking about pricing all right Step number seven, bundling for added value. I think bundling is uh, underrated, uh, but it's a great way to stand out. And I provide a number of uh, of examples here. So let's just pick one to give you an idea. So e-commerce uh, free shipping bundle. So spend X to get free shipping. That's an example of how to use bundling to make your offer more attractive. Why? Because nobody wants to pay for shipping right? And let's say if you sold courses, you can bundle multiple courses together that would make sense for your customer. Maybe it's like beginners, advanced, and um, whatever, like you have a three-step process and three separate courses for beginners, intermediates, and advanced. You can bundle that together for one price. So instead of selling each course at $2,000, you put them together and say it's a $5,000 offer that's just a great way to kind of add additional value. And if they're into the thing, it's going to make sense for them, right? It's going to make sense. So think about how you can utilize bundling. I think it's super underutilized and I think it makes offers very, very sexy.
So uh, step number eight, combat objections with strategic bonuses. So this one's really cool. Uh, I can't remember exactly where I first learned this, but it makes so much sense. So let's say that we were selling a, um, a cooking class. Uh, we're offering cooking classes online. And the objection that we will be fighting with these bonuses would be, uh, I don't have the right tools to follow along with the recipes. To combat that objection, uh, we could offer the essential toolkit to new subscribers. So they'd have all the tools and everything they would need to be able to get access to the course and subscribe. And we're basically looking at all the reasons why somebody wouldn't buy. I use uh, a great source for this is ChatGTP. I ask it to pretend to be the customer and then it gives me all these objections. Now you have a list of 20, 30, 40, 50 objections and then you just will go through them and say, oh, I've heard this one before, I've seen this one before and try to prioritize the ones that make sense for you and add them to your offer and then use your bonuses to knock those off, right? Like let's say if you were selling a copywriting course, which uh, a lot of people do in the direct response space, I'm selling a copywriting course. Well, a lot of people are like, well, that's great, but I, I don't know how to run ads. What am I gonna do with this copyright? So you could have like a module, which could be a quote unquote bonus on how to run ads. You, well, that's great, but I don't know how to run funnels. Oh, boom, you could have how to build, use all the templates and, and checklists and everything to build the best, highest converting funnels. It, we're just knocking off objections like dominoes. And, and that's the way to do that. Cool. Step number nine, risk reversal. So there's a lot of, of different thoughts in the community about risk reversal. I, like, I have a couple here that I'm just going to read off quickly, but this is only limited by your imagination. And I believe if you have a great product with the right customer and they're going to get the right transformation out of it, you should have some sort of guarantee that makes you feel uncomfortable and adds, takes away all the risk from your customer because you will just sell more. If they know that they're, they're backed by a lifetime guarantee or they're, they're backed by a result guarantee, you can sell more. You, instead of worrying about like, oh, are they going to get a refund? Make the product so good. Make it so that if they're going to use the product, of course, you know, you need stipulations. They have to use the product. They have to consume it and, and, and implement it and different stuff like that. But you can use this to really reduce the friction of somebody coming into your world by offering a guarantee. And I highly recommend it. So here's just a couple. So there's performance guarantee. Uh, essentially, if you're a product or a service, you'll be delivering a specific outcome. For instance, if you are a weight loss program, you might guarantee your customer to lose a certain amount of weight in a certain amount of time. And if they follow the program as directed and they don't get the result, they get their money back which they should anyways, if they do everything you say. And I've joined a lot of coaching programs that absolutely suck, like suck with a capital S. There's a handful of great people and great coaches out there. And when you get one, you know it because it's 10X what everybody else is doing. And uh, there's a lot of people just, they know this basic part of marketing and they haven't figured out the transformation part. So make sure if you're in the coaching space or consulting space, space master the transformation and everything else gets easier. So sidebar, 
This is why I spent the last five years building agencies and spending millions and millions of dollars on advertising and learning from the best copywriters and direct response and offer creators on the planet. I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on my education and the reason is so that when I launch my programs, I'm gonna be able to drive results because I need to sleep at night <laughs> and I wanna be able to work with people that are getting results. I don't wanna have a whole bunch of people that hate me for being great at marketing and not being great at the transformation. So make sure if you're in the coaching or consulting business, deliver the result. You're in a service business, the only reason they're paying you is for the result, okay? And even in the coaching, I guess the only reason they're kind of paying you is the result as well, but there's other facets to it. But if they're like, here, do this thing, and you're like, yeah, I'll get you this result, and you don't, you don't deserve to be paid. It's that simple, it's that simple. All right, uh, value-based guarantee. You promise your customers uh, to get more value than what they paid for. An example of this is like double the value. Um, I saw on Myron's today, he's like 10X the value. So if you go and you play full out with his program, he'll give you 10 times the, the money, uh, the value guarantee. So that's just a way to look at that. Uh, free trials is another great way to do it. Better than money back guarantee. So like, um, this is a powerful uh, risk reversal strategy where you're not only promising to refund the purchase price if the customer is unsatisfied, but you also offer them some other additional benefit. An example could be an online course creator could offer an unsatisfied student a refund and let them keep the course material or bonus uh, content uh, for goodwill or as goodwill. So it's better than money because yeah, they're getting their cash back plus they're getting something else from that. And you can get as creative as you want with these. Lifetime support guarantee. I think this one could also be so good in uh, a lot of SaaS companies and, and other programs. It's not utilized, but I think there's huge potential there. Lifetime support guarantee. Uh, quality uh, guarantee. You wanna ensure that your product meets a certain quality, whether it's defect free. Uh, for example, if you're a handbag manufacturer, you might guarantee that the product will be free, uh, free form material, and that the workmanship defects uh, for one year from the date of purchase, meaning that uh, you buy this handbag and if there's anything wrong with it and it doesn't meet that quality that we are proud of as a company, um, then, then we'll give you your money back. I also learned this, um, this tidbit uh, a while back. Uh, it was Oprah. She said that if you wanna understand how to make a, a great brand, just be excellent for a long period of time and you can't help but become an excellent brand. Now, I know that's kind of simplistic, but I mean, like, if you're thinking about what's in the best interest of your customers, and a guarantee kind of does that, um, it will allow you to save a lot of headaches. And over time, you may lose the occasional person here or there, or meet one person that is going to try to take advantage of the system. Uh, my wife was telling me a story today. She went into one of these yogurt places where, you know, you can like, you can fill up as much as you want for X amount. It's not one of the places where it actually weighs the yogurt, but this woman literally had a tower of ice cream and, and just gummies in every, every hand and anywhere that you could put candy, she had it. And she was telling me this story and I'm like, there's always going to be people like that. You need to safeguard yourself from people like that. But at the same time, there's a ton of great people out there and to build a brand, you just need to be excellent and or strive for that uh, from yourself and your people. So that makes sense. All right, step number 10, establish authentic scarcity. 
Well, scarcity, especially in the online and direct response world, is absolutely hilarious. Somebody would be selling an ebook and like, there's only five left, even though it's digital and <laughs> it costs us nothing to reproduce this. That's BS. So let's not do that. Let's be cool. Let, again, that's not how you make a great brand. How you make a great brand is you use real scarcity. Like, I'm going to sell it for X amount for this month, but then prices go up in this month. Now, you can keep running that and bringing the price back down and bringing, bringing the price back up. And once the market sees, hey, this guy's not messing around or this gal's not messing around, they are moving these prices uh, when it goes on sale, I need to take action. Or if the price is just keeps going up and like, let's say you raise it from uh, 5,000 to 10,000 and they're like, oh, I should have got it at 5,000. And then you move it to, and you're like, hey, I'm going to move it to 15,000. You bet they're going to jump on that 10,000 because they're like, oh, he's already done this or she's already done this. I don't want to miss out on this. I got to get it. So some of the, uh, the scarcity tactics that we can use is limited time offers. Uh, limited quantities available, exclusive memberships. Status is huge. People want access to, to other things. Uh, recently going through this challenge, I saw the power of being in the VIP and everybody who is general admission, there was a huge disconnect and everybody had massive FOMO. Everybody wanted to be on the inside. And, and to be honest, it was worth it. It was 100% worth it, and I'm glad I paid the money. Just like any time I personally fly, I want to fly first class because if you, <laughs> if, and I'm not at the status where I can fly private yet, but, and the keyword yet, but it's coming, man, because I know, it, like, there's such a hassle with going to an airline, you're flying, uh, you know, just standard, and it sucks. It absolutely sucks. You don't know who you're going to be beside. There's not enough space. There's all these reasons. At least first class, you're able to sit up front and the price difference is like two grand or uh, three grand. And it is the world of difference. Not being stressed out, not feeling like there's no space. I will pay it. I will pay it. So status is a huge motivator, especially with people that have money. If you're looking for a higher end customer, think status because that, that's what they're buying with all these supercars and, and all these private flights and all this stuff is the privilege to do something that others can't. And obviously the convenience of doing that. So uh, seasonal products and services. Uh, this is a great way, like end of season. Uh, let's say if you're like a grass cutting company, you could run a season, summer's coming. Boom, getting everybody fired up about getting their grass done. So seasonal products and services. Early bird discounts. So uh, I've also heard this called um, beta testing. So where you could like beta test a course and you don't go out and just like create a, a, a big course and then try to sell it. What you do is you sell it first at a discounted price, you teach it live, and then uh, and then once you get your testimonials and you get your first round of students and you and you hit your allotted amount that your goal was, then you raise the prices and, and that's how you build it. So early bird discounts or beta pricing is a great way to, uh, to add some scarcity to your products and services. Uh, step number 11, we're, we're reaching the home stretch here. Uh, so testing and optimization of your offer. Again, you can think you have the best offer on paper if you're not driving traffic to it, uh, if people aren't seeing it, if you're not getting feedback, you are going to struggle. You need to talk to your customers. I've seen this a thousand times and I say this a thousand times. If you're in e-commerce, 
or you're selling digital products where you're not talking to your customers, you need to pick up the phone and you need to call them and say, hey, how'd you like that product? How are you using that product? Is there anything I could have done to make my service better? Is there something that we're not doing that you could be doing? Like, If you find out how and why they're using your product and what their end goal is, you can have a full roadmap of their trajectory and there's your next offer, right? We have, we have our core product where we get them in there and then we have our next offer to ascend them up the ladder and that's where we make money. So testing and optimization of your offer is absolutely crucial. Now here's some ideas to do some testing. Uh, test your pricing, right? Again, you can use the 10X, but you can test that to see what works. Always test. Test your bonuses to see, uh, test different objections in your bonuses. Test your impact messaging. So. Uh, if, if your message is not resonating, obviously you need to tweak it and you need to, to move it. Bundling, test bundling different products together, test different forms of scarcity, test different types of risk removal. And at the end of the day, make sure that we can provide the transformation that we are promising uh, to our clients and our business gets a whole of a lot easier because We've all done it, we've all paid for something and it's not worked and that sucks. But if we pay for something and it's not perfect and we still get the result that we want, which is key, we will probably pay again, we'll probably move up to the next level, we'll ascend with them, we'll do all different types of things, we'll buy other products and we'll sing their praises because at the end of the day, it's we want the result is what we're after. We want the transformation and if we can sell that, regardless of what you're selling from uh, flashlights to uh, high-end consulting, we want to sell that transformation and that's kind of how we, we drive the results. So let's go over um, the, uh, the three big takeaways or the three secrets that I have for you today. So the first secret, the power of your offer lies in the promise of the transformation it brings to your customers. Your offer should paint a clear picture on how it'll change your change your customer's life for better. How do we paint that picture? With our social posts, with our words, with our videos, with our stuff, because we're trying to paint a perfect picture why somebody would wanna take advantage of this offer. And the, the clearer we can get that, the easier it is to understand, and the more it becomes an absolute no-brainer for somebody to jump in on that. And if you can provide social proof to that as well, uh, which is probably something I should add to this as well as social proof. Social proof is, is absolutely key, but uh, yeah, we can't fit it all into to one episode. But as you're writing a book, it's it's hard to bring everything together that you know. So I'm gonna add that to the book. Thanks, uh, thanks for that. All right, number two, understanding your audience's needs and desires is fundamental to creating an offer that hits the mark. You can use market research, customer feedback, and buyer personas to gain valuable insight. Talking to your customers is the fastest way to understand their wants and needs. So pick up the phone, have a conversation with your, your customers. Uh, you will thank me for it. Uh, secret number three, your big idea is the cornerstone of your offer. It's what sets you apart from the competition and makes your offer compelling. As you learn what the market is responding to, you can then position your offer with a big idea, combine that with your unique mechanism, how you get the result, boom. It just, it works, it works and it works and it works. Um, every single time, once you, like 
that's the hardest part is getting all of this to come together. And if you're new to creating offers and you're new to building something, it's okay. It's okay. You're going to suck because even myself, I will put out offers and they fail. It happens. You think you got something great. You think you got a good big idea. You got the social proof. You got everything that you believe a su your successful offer will have. And then you put it out to the market and nothing. That my favorite quote by Mike Tyson is that everybody's got a plan until they get a right hook. Meaning you can think you have everything figured out, but the market will tell you at the end of the day if they want to buy your products and services. So keep that in mind. And the best way to, uh, to kind of combat that is to put out more offers, to test more things, to talk to your customers, do everything I mentioned in this podcast, and you, my friend, will be successful. All right, I'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Boom, dropping that value. Hopefully you got your basket filled with golden nuggets because I was making it rain <laughs> like crazy. If you enjoyed this podcast, if you enjoyed the content, if you've gone ahead and implemented any of these things that I've mentioned to you, please take a second to like, comment, follow, subscribe, share, and rate this podcast so we can grow this community to the number one direct response marketing uh, and maybe even entrepreneur community in the planet. Let's go. If you like what I had to say and you are implementing these strategies and they're helping you grow, I would appreciate it if you could return the favor and help me do so as well, my friend. I appreciate that you're here. I'm doing my best to add as much value to you as humanly possible and I'll see you in the next one. Peace.